Hello, hello, and welcome to Tank Ferric, a Star Wars podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Carlos Gomez, and I'm here with the other host, Tyler Mendelson. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the, what do we call it, the second third of the Bad Batch season one. Second <laughs> half without the finishing. Yeah. So we're up, to, up from episode seven to episode 13, which is the latest one. Uh, so we're going to talk about a little bit about that and about some news, uh, casting news that I'm sure uh, a lot of people are excited about because I certainly am. Um, first of all, so with the Bad Batch, let's get it. Uh, last time we, we, we were in it, the Martez sisters had a contact uh, and a hologram and Tyler very wrongly predicted that it would be Bail Organa. It was a uh, good prediction. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember I was talking to, uh, about it with a friend, and he was like, "Dude, I would this would be such a lame reveal for it to be yeah, a fucking like, senator or politician." A lot like it would be him. Plus, it made sense because he was the former, you know, he was the formation of the rebellion. No, yeah, I, it makes sense, but it's still but dramatic. Even from that, it threw me off that it was Rex because he's wearing a fucking cape. Right. So yeah, it was Rex. Yeah. Um, after all, and he was doing his Strider thing, you know. Where he looked like Aragorn in Fellowship of the Ring, yep. and a, cloaked in a corner, and you know and that, that had to have been like done on purpose, intentional, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they go to Braca, which we know from Jedi Fallen Order. For anyone who's played that, it's a great game uh, mm -hmm. where the the scrapping of all old uh, Republic Star Destroyers is going on, and they go there to remove uh, Wrecker's ship, giving that his his you know he's being ha having headaches, which is not yeah. great doesn't bode well and um eventually they get there they get the ship out they we have a great um i say ship and ship because of my yeah it, it doesn't sound but the the record has sort of like a <laughs> yeah you know right call Rick, it the inhibitor chip yeah that well, maybe you're talking about that well actually there are a lot bunch of other types of ships in star wars so it makes sense <laughs> for me to clarify but i won't um and we have a, a like horror esque scene with Wrecker, which is great. Him versus Omega. Um, Omega. And that's one of the great things about that with that episode. Well, we also got a Dianoga, which is sweet, you know, from the trash compactor. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end, we hear that Rex is talking to somebody on the com. Up to this point in the story, we still don't know who it is. Of course, if we know everything about anything about dramatic structures, that by the end of the season, we'll probably know. Uh, it's Ahsoka, probably. Not Bail Organa. And, um, and then uh, we get on with the thing. We get uh, Scrappers finding out that they're there. The record shows up. You know, it's a whole shit show. The Empire shows up. Uh, they kind of burn, singe uh, uh, Crosshair uh, with engines. Which, by the way, the lasting effects of that were not very lasting. I thought he would be like yeah. a Darth Vader fucked right. up thing later and it was just like him hanging out with like a, a little burn in the in his head yeah um how does he still have hair after that yeah i don't know it's in his name so i guess it's trademarked <laughs> uh, but great thing about that is at the end we see cat bane of course yeah and uh it's a sweet western sergio leone man with no name 
scene, him versus Hunter, and it's a great way to reintroduce him. We've talked about a little bit, geeking out about how he probably will be in the Book of Boba Fett. Well, we hope he will be in the Book of Boba Fett. And about how this, this reintroduction of Cad Bane bodes well for the reintroduction of Boba Fett in this show. Um, at some point, they already all talked, to, name dropped him, sort of. Well, they did. They did. T- talking about him being the Alpha, and uh, to uh, to Omega. So they're kind of brother and sister, which is um, which is exciting, of course. Um, beginning and the end. The beginning and the end. What does that mean? Does Did Django mean? know that he had a daughter? What does it mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then your Cat Bane takes her. Uh, Fennec Shan shows up. She wants to take her back. She convinces her that the Kaminoans are up to no good either. Uh, we see like a cloning facility That's in the middle of. Kings Conway. Yeah. Oh yeah. R.I.P. Tanwi. Dad, uh, Tanwi's dead. Yeah, 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 and that she is. Well, unless she shows up again, you know, a la Darth Maul. Oh, she's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know she's dead. We we can only hope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so she escapes Cad Bane, the clutches of Cad Bane. We see that sweet Kaminoan lab. What does that mean? I don't know. Um. We then get to the episode where we meet Zid. Zid? Zid. However you want to pronounce it. Tyler would do it better than I. Um, and she kind of becomes the, the person who gives him missions. It's like a GTA-type character. It seriously know? is. And it's it's gotten <laughs> to the point where it's like really annoying. I, I enjoy her. I mean, Listen, at this point... I don't point, mind her as a character. But yeah. everything associated with her is fucking filler. And I hate I it. disagree. Oh, the beginning is it, it, it's come to the point where the 13th episode it kind of started overstaying its welcome for me uh, that that's part of the story and her whole attitude I always thought it was so charming and so compelling but at this point it's a little bit like why why do you like it's it's overstayed its welcome where it's not charming anymore Listen, everyone hated the 13th fucking episode like if you go in the Star Wars comments mostly you know, on other episodes, people are, like, praising it or, like, saying it was pretty good or whatever. This one, everyone, for the most part, was, like, this is so obviously filler. Like, nothing fucking happened. It it was just an episode that had, like, Yo, you know. They introduced Crimson Dawn. You know where that's going, but, right? But that wasn't, like, anything. Not, not Crimson Dawn. I mean, the, the Pikes, which yeah, will the, then lead into. Probably lead to Crimson Dawn and Maul. The return but, of Maul. That aspect of it is enticing, but at the same time, for an episode itself, the plot line, nothing fucking happened and nothing was affected. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Sid lost lost her bar. They go out. They get it back. Everything ends up the exact same way as it was left off. (sighs) Tyler, you don't know. What's what's gonna pay off later? You remember in Rebels when the fucking Purgils show up showed up and everyone was All like, right. "This is shit feeler." Yeah, but and then they saved the, the galaxy. Here's here's the thing though. Thinking as a viewer, uh-huh. right? Imagine if we got the whole season at once. Would right. I think this way? Would I really care? No, because I don't have to wait an entire week for another twenty-five minute episode. If I'm waiting a whole week for an episode of a fucking short ass animation. 
I want something to happen, something important, rather than waiting week after week for just these garbage-like little missions that they go on, they go out, and they come back, and everything is the same. I want fucking things like the Cad Bane moment and, you know, Crosshair doing something crazy. Like, I need more to advance the plot. Okay, wait, hold up. So you're talking about like this is a constant problem. This is like the first episode that's been it's addressed. happened. It's happened a few times. I, no, I mean because previously we had the earlier. fucking Rylot, the Rylot yeah. episodes, well, which I'm were great. Before then, and which were great, gave a lot of uh, a great insight into Sham and Hera. Yeah, and even uh, uh, Mama Sindula, which I can't remember her name, but we always heard about her in Rebels, but never saw her. Uh, and you know, a lot of the, the missions with Zid have been worthwhile. It's just this one, and I don't think this episode, this 13th episode, is hateable at all. I think it's just fine, and it's probably the lesser of all the episodes. But there's... It was just at the point where like, I was watching it feeling pissed off, so I, I wasn't going to treat it fairly, because... That's no. not shit you have to take care of, then. No. <laughs> yeah. Who no. gets pissed off watching this shit like, like it's... Oh, I, I feel know. like other people way more than me. Well, yeah, well, that's not a good thing <laughs> for them either. <laughs> Listen, man, I just want, we have, what, three episodes left? Yeah. I want shit to happen, and it better happen. Well, the next episode is called War Mantle, so yeah. shit's probably going to happen. I hope this is like a, a trilogy of episodes, you know? Right. Well, we the only thing we've gotten Give me a serialized of Mandalore, is the Rilo thing. Bad Bash we got to build up to that shit, you know. The the Siege Mandalore is how many the last seasons is this show going to be? Seven you know? seasons. What? How many seasons is this show going to be? Do we know? They they haven't no. Yeah. They haven't talked about. It. I mean they I, they're never going to say it until no. it gets done. But I, I do think uh, they sort of talked about how they want to make more seasons. So that right. and that's definitely going to happen. I mean the show has been successful and everyone's liking it uh, in uh, overall. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, well, you already flew in the face of everything I was going to talk about because we were start shitting on the latest one. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, we got some great moments in everything that happened, even in the in the new one. I mean, was that um, the Pikes were pretty OP in this one, you know? Like, but do, you don't think this is going to lead up eventually to Maul? Like, is that I think, the season? Yeah, is there's definitely a possibility, but. It didn't really leave off to where the Pikes have like a vendetta against them or anything, and they resolved it. They resolved their differences with that other guy that they saved because of Omega. Omega. What do you think about the political aspect that the show has gotten into with the the liberation of Ryloth and even in the in the previous episodes, they mm -hmm. killed Orn Frita, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. That that. Fat fuck has been in the background of every scene in the prequels and the Clone Wars, you know, since nineteen ninety nine or whatever. You don't yeah. think that's the, 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 that's a thing that's worthwhile? I mean, somewhat. I wasn't like shocked. I got a tingle of nostalgia when I saw Chopper for the first time. Yeah, I was happy to see Hera and Chopper. That was. I'm fun. glad. I'm glad that they're really starting to tie in Rebels. I mean, Hera, both Hera and Kanan are in the show, which is kind yes. of crazy when you think about it. I'm just wondering, like, are we going to see them meet? Well, they, we already know how they meet in the in later novel. 
right? yeah. they're adults. But do you think do you subscribe to the idea of the small galaxy syndrome, where whereas when everyone makes a cameo, everyone that's a known character makes a cameo, it feels like the galaxy is a small place. Um, yes and no. I feel like there's a very specific story they're trying to tell, and we need to sort of see the major players in that, like, in the overall story, because it's tying two other shows together. This is bridging the gap. So we sort of need to see where we are in the galaxy, who's going to rise up and be, you know, the major players at the the game of uh, war and, you know, the galactic civil war. And we just need to bridge the gap. But I don't know. Like, we're getting new characters too. So, you know, it, it's fine to sort of throw in a few characters that we've already come to know because people people like to see that kind of stuff when i saw when i saw the latest episode the deveronian i think it was the deveronian you know the one with the horns yeah um i thought it was visago you know from from rebels right yeah and he also had a broken horn that the name mm -hmm. of his ship was actually the broken horn yeah uh, and at the end of this episode they cut his his horn and i'm like this is the origin story of visago and then he later changes his name you know, and becomes a, a hardier fellow, fellow, <laughs> rather than this dour asshole. Yeah. Um. You want to talk a little bit about the the rumors that have been circulating? Go ahead, tell them. Uh, in the latest. <laughs> so we know there's going to be an Ahsoka show. You know, a spinoff of Mandalorian. And as we saw her in Mandalorian, she asked uh, this woman, the the one who who is in charge of the town. Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Uh, as we know from Rebels, um, Ahsoka and Satine, so sorry, Sabine, you see, I was going to go back. Um, they go out looking for Ezra because he's missing after the whole incident with Thrawn. Yeah. So we've now heard, we've heard who's going to play, well, who could potentially play, rumored to play, I should Pull all the caveats. If you don't want to know this, please uh, stop listening because it might get spoilerific. But the actors who will play um, Ezra Bridger and Grand Admiral Thrawn. So this is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we've heard the rumors about Ezra for a while. Uh, and I don't want to mess up his name. His name is uh, Mina Masood. Is that... He's I the think... guy who played yeah. Aladdin in the latest live-action remake. And I remember, like, months ago, <clears throat> sorry, months ago, he posted in his, in his Instagram a picture of him with an Ezra Bridger quote right, right around the time that the rumors were starting up. So, which is kind of like a soft confirmation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, nothing, we haven't heard anything from, from Lucasfilm themselves. So, mm -hmm. but still, I think it's a, it's a fine casting. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think they'll do a good job. Yeah, I think it, it it matches. And I mean, everyone's been comparing Ezra to Aladdin, even from like the pilot. Yeah, they, they were actually calling for him to play the role. So right, he was like a street rat. Yeah. Uh, and who could play Thrawn other than um, Lars Mikkelsen, who is the one who played him in Rebels, who did the voice? Yeah. Now this is one that, well, first of all, it makes sense because Dave Filoni already did that with Katie Sackhoff. 
But not even just that. He's he's been in a lot of live action stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. He's um, a proper actor. Like House of Cards. He was the the uh, the Russian president in that. He did a really good job. He's a very memorable guy. Just has a very memorable face. But like they also kind of modeled Thrawn. I know like obviously the character design has been around for a long time before Rebels, but like they sort of have like the his his cheekbones that yes. uh Lars Mikkelsen has. So I think uh I, I don't know. I think he's going to do a good job in the role, and I think it'll be at least a little. I I don't know. It, it'll be normal enough to see him like painted blue. I always thought he 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 didn't look. Uh, he wasn't physically imposing enough because Thrawn was always like a like a physical guy, and you yeah. know, he was big, and and he was you know imposing. And I always thought Lars Mikkelsen. Wouldn't be right for it because he looks a little older. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm still excited. Up. And he's going to be blue. <laughs> yeah, I know he's going to be blue, but, you know, still. But the thing that's going to excite me the most is going to be just hearing that voice in live action and yeah. feeling that connective tissue yeah. of being like, it's the same motherfucker from the, from the animation, just a little bit older. And it makes sense he's older. It's been a while since, since Rebels at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's so exciting. Also, a uh, fun fact: he's the brother of uh, Matt Mickelson, who plays Galen Erso. Yeah. So there's, you know, it's it's all about family, as Carrie Fisher and Vin Diesel would say. It's like poetry. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a great rumor. We've also heard that there's gonna be Inquisitors. Yes. Inquisitors in the Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan show. Uh, but not only Inquisitors, but Inquisitors we've met before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the rumored ones is the fifth brother, who's uh, rumored, uh, again, this is all rumors, rumored to be played by, uh, his name escapes me right, but he's the guy who plays Han in The Fast and Furious. Yes. And we know he's going to be in that show. Um, and uh, th- they say that he's going to play the fifth brother, which... I, I think it's weird because we've seen the fifth brother in Rebels. He's like a big, bulky dude, and he's he doesn't sound anything like that actor. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm buying the fact that he's playing that character, but I I I can I can wrap my head around the fact that he that character may appear played by a different actor. Mm-hmm. Um, the other rumor that we we've heard about Kenobi is uh, that uh, the actor Rupert Friend uh, is going to be playing a younger Agent Callus. Yeah, which is, which the first time like I read that and the first thing I did is I looked up Rupert Friend in on YouTube, uh, to see what he sounded like, what he looked like because I had never seen him. I don't I don't think I've ever seen him in, in anything, mm-hmm. and I I don't see it <laughs> 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 because Callus had such a distinct voice and look, right. and I'm like. All right, I guess. I mean, a younger version, I guess that would work. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just taking all these casting rumors with a grain of salt. Yes, you should. Yeah, because, I mean, anything's possible at this point, and, like, it doesn't really matter one way or another. I think, like, you know, we could freak out over a casting decision, especially for some of these minor guys. Like, it it doesn't fucking matter. Once the production comes out, you know they're going to do their best to, like, make it as... I don't know, at least promising as possible. Not doesn't have to necessarily be like perfectly accurate to the 
you know, animation or whatever. But as long as it's like done well, I think that's all they really care about. So, so animation, or rather, so casting aside, what do you think about those two characters being in Kenobi? I guess the Inquisitor makes like sense right out <coughs> of the gate. Yeah, but what about Aiden Callus? What does that mean? Callus. I don't know. We'll have to see with him, but uh, I think it's a smart decision to put at least the Inquisitors in the Kenobi series because, you know, we have to see him in hiding and them, you know, the Empire ruling and hunting out Jedi, and we have to see how dangerous of a place this is for a former, you know, Jedi Master. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely would like, especially because we can't really see too much of Obi-Wan versus Vader, you know, it would be the perfect time if, you know, Obi-Wan was out there just slicing and dicing fucking Inquisitors and, right, you know, killing them and then just disappearing into the fucking wind like he's nowhere. Well, so we've heard Ewan McGregor say that he he acted with stormtroopers. Yeah. So there were is... stormtroopers on Tatooine, though. You could just yeah, they were, they were. Although when they were the, when they were in Tatooine in, in A New Hope. They were looking for the droids, so I guess security would have been tight. Tighter. But I'm pretty sure they were already there. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, the point is, it's very it's looking more and more likely that he's gonna leave the planet, uh, and go and do crazy shit. Yeah. Also, they've done everything but confirm the fact that they're gonna meet again, Vader and Kenobi. Yeah. Right? And I've. And we've talked about this. How mm -hmm. is it going to be like a physical interaction or like mental one, just to not fuck a lot with the with the meaning of their reunion in New Hope? Um, but they can he can fuck Inquisitors left and right for all I care. That's what <laughs> for, I'm saying There's... for six hours. Yeah, exactly. And then he can kill Callus and break the cannon. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's not break cannon. No, but well, the Bad Batch already shat on the cannon. Yeah, I know, but, quite a bit. but in a minor from the book, like uh, yeah, comic. Yeah, but yeah, I guess yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but another another great great uh, theory, or I guess it's also a rumor too, is that Lay is going to be in it. Young Lay is going to be in it. I don't know if you heard about this. I did not. That the whole show, now mind you, take everything with a grain of salt. Um, the whole show is going to revolve around the fact not that he's going to protect Luke, although he is going to protect Luke, but that he needs, like, something happens with Leia. Mm -hmm. That maybe he has to travel to Alderaan. Like, uh, which is kind of a... It's kind of a weird take when you think about it, because you would immediately think the whole Kenobi show would be about protecting Luke, but you would never think maybe, like, it wouldn't be such an obvious choice to have him have to take care of the other twin, you know. Yeah, but uh, she also never met him before. Well, we, do, we don't know that. We do from her message to him in uh, A New Hope. Because she's like, years ago you served my father in Clone Wars. Now he mm -hmm. begs you, you blah, 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 blah. She never met him. That doesn't. That line doesn't necessarily mean she never met him. I mean, it would imply that she did because she didn't talk to him like she had a relationship with him at all. They, she never talked to him at all in person. Exactly. 
I mean, and and when Luke rescues her, um, he says, "I'm here with Ben Kenobi," and she's like, "Ben Kenobi? How many fucking people are named Kenobi? You know?" Well, like, but like the, what I mean is the sh- the they could have very well met, and it doesn't contradict A New Hope. If anything, it enhances it. The fact that she already knows about this this great warrior, yeah, and that she's putting her hopes in it. In in the the message, um, and also he doesn't have to meet her in order to protect her. Mm-hmm. He could protect her from a distance, right? But if we're getting Leia, we're probably getting Bail too. I don't know, man. Alderaan and Tatooine in the same show. Think about it. It's about protecting the legacy of Anakin. I would like to see Alderaan. Let us know, my dudes. What do you think about this? All this shit, you know. Nerd shit. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Rumors. Bad badge. It's all, yeah, it's all in place. Yeah. Just, yeah. Let us know. Send us your favorite Star Wars memes, too. Oh, yeah, we Always love that shit. looking for good, juicy content to post. And, yes. you know, the memes are cool these days with the kids, so. Uh, and as always, of course, may the Force be with you. Always. Thank you.